Dropbit Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Dropbear Gaming Podcast! Yay. This is episode 169. Sure it's is. Getting up there, that's a lot of yeah. ones yeah. to make that up. We're going to head to toe this thing. Yeah, let's smash it then. <laughs> Righto. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's been a fair bit happening. Yeah. A fair bit. There is. <laughs> It's been a bit unfair, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we recorded last time we recorded was with Carl, and uh, and then I took like a week to post that episode. <laughs> so it's been two weeks since we posted that episode, but it's been three weeks since we recorded. Yeah. In that time, we've had Halo Infinite got delayed. Yes. So the last episode, I believe, we were talking about how that looked shit in the Xbox showcase. Yeah, they didn't really do a great idea, like. You know, job of releasing yeah. some footage. So, um, who is it? Three four three came out and we're like, oh, we just we don't want to release a bad game, so we're going to delay until twenty twenty one, which means that now the Xbox Series X literally has nothing, nothing at all, no first party games at launch. Yeah, which is really disappointing for them. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre to but me. I, that I get that they they don't want to push out. Halo, which is their number one yeah. franchise. Oh, you don't want to put out a shit console, game. Yeah. You know, and they don't want to sell a shit game. Yeah, because that sticks with you longer if you put out a shit game. Yeah. If you delay and release a good game, people forget that you delayed. But yeah. if you put it out straight away and it's shit, it, people yeah. remember. People get a bit shitty. But, um, yeah, I, feel, I still kind of feel like, you know, it's been three years since they started announcing their acquisitions of new companies. Mm-hmm. And three years ago, they absolutely knew they were aiming for a 2020 console launch That's of next right. gen. Yeah. And they have not managed to have a single game. I mean, ready. who's in charge of the KPIs at, at you know, Microsoft? What's going on there? I don't know what's you'd going on. You'd think you'd be having you know meetings leading up to the to this release. Yeah. Going, are we on track, motherfuckers? Even a year in advance, you'd be like, are we on track to make a deadline? Yeah. But like with three years. And they have like 15 studios now. Mm. Like, yeah, it's just a schmozzle over there. And they're just like, well, it doesn't really matter because of the smart delivery, you know, everything's coming out on Xbox and PC, Xbox One and PC anyway, so who cares? I just don't... Well, then who cares about your console? It just feels like another iteration. Like, they went Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, and they're all just... Like, even the UI is pretty much the same. Yeah, looks at... They it's, did release that as well. Yeah, yeah, so they're just designing it as an iteration of the previous console. Yeah. Whereas Sony... Like, Sony have just released their first TV commercial for the PS5. Mm. And did you end up watching that? Uh, I caught parts of it. I didn't sit yeah. and watch the whole thing. So, it's a bit of a weird one. Because mm. I don't know if you remember when the PS4 came out, they did their Greatness Awaits commercials, yeah. which had... This guy walking, like, monologuing about how you can be a great person and achieve great things and shit. And in the background, there was, like, famous gaming franchises happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and all that kind of shit. And planes flying all over and things getting blown up and stuff. So this one has... It has a woman just walking through this space and the world around her starts, like, morphing and changing. Yeah. And, you know, things are breaking out of the ground and stuff. But it's focused on the key points of the PS5, which are, like, adaptive uh, 
adaptive triggers, haptic feedback, mm. and 3D audio, which yep. are the things that they're pushing. The whole thing is that the PS5 is going to be the most immersive console mm. there. So that's their marketing scheme there. And they're sticking to it. And so you can easily go, okay, so the difference between the PS1 and the PS2 was a graphical boost yeah. plus a DVD player. Yeah. PS2 to PS3 was Blu-rays and again, much better graphics, mm. like a jump. Yeah. Then PS3 to PS4 was a bit of a jump in graphics mm. um, and power again, but they had like the touchpad and shit. Well, PS3 brought in the... Um, Six axis, yeah, yeah, controller. PS4 had the touchpad and Mm -hmm. speaker in the microphone, the light, uh, speaker in the controller Controller. and the light and all that kind of shit. And now, so they're going PS5, you'll know the difference because it'll have these other things, all these other different cool functionality. And meanwhile, Xbox are just like, it's just a slightly better system, yeah, it's It's got more power and there's less load times, Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's just weird, it just is weird to me. So I feel like the PS4, Xbox One launch, Xbox had to do a lot of backpedaling and changing their plans yep. afterwards because they they fucked it. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of foresee in the first year or two of Xbox Series X them going, wait a minute, this isn't working for us. It's looking that way. I mean, even to the point where the just the company doesn't seem excited. Yeah. You know, and that... That is what's getting me at the moment is mm. that, you know, put all, put aside all the bullshit back and forth between the two companies. Yeah. When Microsoft have released any information about it, it just seems lackluster. It seems like, you know, there's just not, uh, it, it's not that we're not getting a, or being able to be excited about it. It's yeah. like when they're releasing the information and when they're, you know, announcing the information there's no real fanfare to it there's yeah. no like you know hugeness in it at yeah. all it, it all seems to fall flat and mm. you know I'm, I'm just i feel sorry for them in a way yeah. because it's it's a fucking big company and they should yeah. be able to do this kind of shit yeah you know so we'll see it and that's exactly the point i think because like they're, they're focusing on games pass and we yeah. talked about the showcase in the last episode so we won't go yeah. into that too much but that was their this is what's coming for the Xbox Series X mm. and also um, small print also on Xbox One. Yeah. yeah but exactly. like that was the whole thing of mm. them being like, this is what you can play on the new system. Apart from That's, all the backwards compatible yeah, shit. Yeah. But their main focus has been like, for all first party games you'll get at launch on the Games Pass, yeah. which is fucking awesome. Mm. However, there isn't going to be any yeah. on the Xbox Series X until exactly. sometime unknown except for flight sim yeah and i've just downloaded that for the uh, pc and yeah. i am super keen yeah you know, it looks really the fact impressive. that it's going to be a massively boring game <laughs> yeah <laughs> like visually well, it's very cool i yeah. like well we can talk a little bit about that what i know about it is that it does um like a live direct stream feed from bing's satellite yeah imagery yeah so as you're flying over the world, it's the actual world underneath you, mm, which, which is, is pretty cool. Fucking awesome! Yeah, I sort of think the new, um, new, new age cyberbullying is to send someone a screenshot of you crashing a plane into their house. Oh, cool! 
God damn. The screen just goes black when you crash in that game, yeah. but you can like get the screenshot just as the tip of the plane <laughs> is about to hit their house. Wow. <laughs> I just sent that to someone. That's not really cool. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, fuck bizarre. you. Look, yeah. at what, look what I'm doing to your stupid house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so that looks that, that game looks really Apparently there was amazing. a screw-up as well in, uh, in Melbourne. Yeah. They, um... Oh, they looked, looked, yeah, like a massive, like two hundred thousand story building or something <laughs> yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah, because cool. someone added an extra few zeros mm. to the code, and yeah, it's been patched. Like it was done pretty quickly. I think yeah. someone just took a screenshot and sent it to Microsoft, and they went, "Oh, let's delete those zeros." <laughs> bang, bang, done. Yeah, classic. And, yeah, but I'm interested because that will be on the the new console yeah which is going to be pretty huge because it doesn't run on most computers yeah so it really does prove potentially the power, the power of what is going to be in the yeah. room now um and, and that's going to be a huge thing so yeah. yeah it's 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 really going to push the fucking console it's weird to me that they're saying that that like i wonder how long it'll be until that's out on console because they've mm. said that there's not going to be any games that are exclusive to that yeah. system that yeah. will all be playable on Xbox One. So There's no way that flight sims on Xbox no, One. No way. And it's huge too. Yeah. Like seriously, it was a 140 gig download on PC. Yeah. They said it was like 40 discs if you bought the physical yeah. version. And, and it's like streaming data constantly to yeah. get you new you know, maps and all that. You can download the maps onto your PC. Yeah. And I think if you were to download every single map, it's like 400 gig or something yeah yeah yeah. because it's like satellite imagery yeah that's right so and it has to be in in 4k yeah so you know ridiculous yeah or good for people who are massive sim fans yeah but yeah yeah but anyway so the other thing that happened way back when we recorded last was the state of play from playstation yeah which showed a bit of gameplay of crash bandicoot 4 Mm -hmm. and they showed gameplay of Godfall as well, which yeah, is um, which a PS exclusive, so that yeah. looks really cool. Still no pricing or dates or anything. For is... either of the systems, yeah. which is like, fuck, we're, you know, today as we record is Sunday the 23rd of August, mm. which means if they're aiming for a November, because they there was a thing when 343 announced the Halo Infinite delay, yeah, they said the game is not going to be ready for November, mm. which every site Very took as confirmation Xbox yeah. Series X is November, yeah. which we all kind of knew already. And they're all like, confirmed November, which it's not. Yeah. Because there's no, like, they could easily go, oh, first week of December. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because um, there's literally no dates out yet, so they can change to whenever, <laughs> whenever the they, they want. Whenever they want, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's still no prices or dates, but we're basically, like, September, October, November, three months. Yeah. Assuming yeah. the end of November. That's right. Which... I don't know, COVID is delaying a lot of shit mm. at the moment in terms of logistics of deliveries. Yeah. So So it'd have to be on boats pretty yeah, soon. That and like all of these companies, they're not just gonna go, okay, pre orders open, we'll place our order now. They have to mm. wait a week or two or something to see what their numbers are for pre orders so yeah, they can know right. what to order. Mm. So it's getting closer and closer and yeah. there's no information, which Just, is weird. Yeah. And yeah. leaving it to too close is like, Sega Saturn tried that and it didn't work mm. when they were like, and it's available now. Yeah. Because, yeah. And just logistically, it's very difficult in a global world, like mm. global community, 
global industry to be able to pull that off in that much time. Uh, and that many numbers. Yeah. You know, we're talking 100 million, mm. you know, potentially. And keeping, like, the comparison with PS4 and Xbox yeah. One was they were both sort of announced early 2013. Mm-hmm. And then by E3, June 2013, they announced... The prices, they revealed what it looked like, the date, everything was announced in June, which gave you five months. Mm, to save your money. Five, almost six months. Yeah. And six months for pre-orders to be open and all that kind of stuff. That's and we're right. like running out of time. So mm. it's getting yeah. questionable. But um, one of the other things about PS5 before we move on is that uh, Sony have... Rev- they've said that they have more games to reveal, launch games mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, and that they claim that it's going to be their biggest console launch lineup in history, which isn't just they're not just talking about their first party stuff because there's also Assassin's Creed yeah, and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they, I, I saw a number being thrown around that there's going to be something like twenty games at launch. Wow! Which I That's feel huge. like there was nowhere near twenty no. when the PS4 launched. I think maybe ten, eight. I'm thinking. Yeah, because I bought yeah. a bunch of them. There was like a Need for Speed, Kill Zone, Knack. Yeah. And a couple of others, and then some digital stuff. Mm. But yeah, 20 games at launch is pretty awesome. But one of the games that won't be there at launch is Deathloop, which mm. was from Bethesda. Yeah. Um, one of the two Bethesda games that are console exclusive to PS5, the others, um, Ghost Tokyo Wire, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah. Three random words thrown <laughs> yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, from the makers of that other game. Um, evil within yeah so yeah Deathloop is now delayed till 2021 so that will not be launching mm. but we've just it makes just... you wonder what's pushing all these delays because every game like I understand COVID's been a, a thing yeah you know um, which is a good potentially excuse. stopping people from being in a room together in development yeah but it's not stopping developers from working yeah you know like you can be a developer and i get like some of the graphic stuff yes you'd probably need the fucking really ridiculous strong pcs that they have they would have them if they were if they were like you're all working from home that all be taken there yeah awesome computers yeah but there'd also be issues with security and stuff like that yes because they would need to have like a closed network Mm. like some kind of system where there's Which that level of security. They could do it through a VPN in a yeah. way. You know. But I think um, I think the main thing there is, I don't know about anyone else, but when I work from home, I'm way less productive, productive. than when I'm working in an office with other people. Yeah. And if you, especially if you're in a development team where that you're constantly walking around and interacting yeah. and like you have a problem, so you walk over to Joe Blow, who's mm-hmm. also working on something similar and you're like brain busting this fucking idea down yeah. to solve the problem go back, do it. You've got that like... It helps. Yeah. yeah that atmosphere does. and everything as well. Mm. Whereas people, especially in America, where they've had like 170,000 COVID deaths. Yeah. Like if you're working from home, chances are you know someone who has had or has died yeah, from COVID. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of like mental fucking pressure as well going on over there. Yeah. So... Yeah. A bit scary. Yeah. It? It's a bit of a shitty year this year. Yeah. And that's really reflective in the industry. And, yeah. you know, it's a real shame. It's it's having a yeah. lot of, you know, a lot of things that we've been looking forward to delayed. Yeah. 
and not but, just in gaming. I'm talking yeah. about across the board. Well, like cinema. I'm sure, there's new pizzas well. that Pizza Hut are trying to put out, and they can't. You know? <laughs> they would be loving this shit. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Xbox still have said that their console is definitely coming out in this year, though this holiday. Yeah. They said no matter what happens, it's coming out. Yeah. So, I mean, that's well, they've got words. their little robots building them. You know, 24 hours a day. Exactly. So, it's good. Um, well, just a change in direction for a minute. It's high score on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Man, I've, I've watched, uh, I think, all but one episode now. It's yeah. only like five episodes. Six, six episodes, six episodes. limited series. Yeah, I've so watched only be, the first one yeah. so far. This is fucking awesome. Oh, it, yeah. It really is. It is such fan service for people that have played games. Yeah. For the majority of our adult lives, yeah, you know, and they're talking about games in this that I remember as a boy, yeah, you know? and just those fond feelings of, of you know that there's one episode where they they talk to a, a developer, and he was the man that coined the phrase the, the phrase avatar in a game, nice, and it's just like wow, dude, you're that guy, yeah. you know, and it's like. Just such a tiny little thing, mm-hmm. but it's something that has been here for generations now. Yeah. It's a word that's been here for fucking hundreds of years, probably. Yeah. But you see him and you're like, wow, that's the dude yeah. that changed. Well, there's a couple of those little reveals. I mean, I've only watched the first episode. So the the idea of High Score is that it's basically a limited series, docu-series, yeah. about the history of gaming. Yeah. Generally, the early history of gaming. Mm. Yeah. So the first episode talks about like Space Invaders, Pac-Man, like the beginning. Yeah. How and it all there's started. some awesome information in there too. Yeah. Like there's a little part where um they say that Space Invaders as a as a um you know a sit down fucking you know arcade, arcade game. And I was playing that at my boss's house. Yeah. He's got a little arcade table nice. in his house. Yeah. And it's one of those 60 in one things. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I turned it on, went straight to Space Invaders and was playing it the night before I watched oh, that. There you go. So I was like, oh, cool. Well, they said that I it, was, it, it was such a massively <laughs> popular game and it was so huge in the arcades. It was kind of the only game at yeah. the time. Um, but Japan had to put a, um, a ban on the usage of what would be there. like a hundred yen coin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like a quarter almost, you know, like yeah. a, a little, you know, whatever it was, one, yeah. One uh, coin. Because they ran out. Yeah, there was a coin shortage. Yeah, in their entire economy, there was yeah. a single coin shortage of yeah, those. from a so, game. Like, like they're facing a saying. coin shortage in the US at the moment because of COVID, because no one's going out spending their coins. Yeah. It's all card only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that gives you an idea of the scope of what is required to cause a yeah, coin exactly. shortage in a fucking giant economy. It's pretty amazing. And Space it? Invaders did it. Yeah, yeah. But just little yeah. things like that, you hear it in this show and you just go, God damn, that's yeah. pretty fucking cool. I was, well, I watched one episode and um, just midway through it, I was just like, this is just, it was making me like beam yeah. with pride about yeah, the same. industry. Mm-hmm. It showed the guy who made the first ever system that used cartridges. Yeah. And yeah. he's like a no name guy. The consoles are not yeah. even a household name. Mm. It was like he did it and then Atari copied it. Yeah. And then Atari blew up. Yeah. But yeah. it showed like the guys who made. And he did it in his garage as like a, a thing. You know? Yeah, it just, just a passion fun. project. Yeah. 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 And he, um, and the, they showed the guys who made Miss Pac Man and their mm-hmm. story, which is like, 
I'm watching that cool. just going, fuck, I am not doing anything with my life. <laughs> exactly. These guys are just... <laughs> <laughs> killed it and they're like 22 yeah unbelievable so yeah. I would absolutely suggest that if you are a fan of video games which I assume you are if you're well, listening yeah. to this fucking garbage <laughs> you'd have to be pretty passionate yeah so you should go watch that it's um it's narrated by Charles Martinet who did the voice of Mario and a bunch mm. of other voices in, which, the, in video games you've these. met yeah and I met him at the 2012 EB Expo yeah. so hang out and you know just hung him. out with him Shoot the shit. Yeah. They're probably best mates. Or oh, yeah. like, you know. You were for that period. Yeah. Yeah. That eight minutes. <laughs> I was watching that listening to him. I was like, man, I can't believe I met that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish I could see him again. <laughs> I miss you. Call me. Answer my calls. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, that's called High Score on Netflix. And, yeah, definitely recommend. Oh, yeah. Better than the Jordan story. It fills me with pride to be a gamer. And just... I feel like anyone can watch that, even if they're not a fan of video games, mm. and just be amazed at the scope of it. Because yeah. it begins by talking about how big the industry was when Atari started kicking off, and they're like, when the ET game came out and the Atari mm. sort of came crashing down, yeah. and they're like, oh, maybe there's too many games out, and yeah. you know the video game fad has died. And you look back from this point of view mm-hmm. of 2020, where there's like... It's, it's the biggest industry in the world. Yeah, it's fucking well, huge. Pitch, apart from sex workers. And oil. <laughs> Maybe. And f- food. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big one. It's anyway. a big one. Yeah. It's yeah. quite large. It's a Mario game. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine going back in time and saying, um, you know, oh, the gaming industry is worth six billion mm. in like 1980 or something. Yeah. And going, hey, um, in 2019, GTA... Uh, sorry, Rockstar, this video game company, yeah, made one game and made over a billion dollars yeah. in a in a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, or something. It was something ridiculous yeah. like that, right? Yeah. The GTA Five launch, mm. and they've sold a billion copies of it now. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's insane. People yeah. back then, they would. I was talking to Laura because we were watching it, and I was like. She was like, can you imagine going back in time and showing one of these people The Last of Us Part 2? Oh, and I'm like, I think they would have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because not even movie special no. effects are that good. To no. have you like, oh, just take this controller and if you just go through here and then a clicker will jump out and they have, it's like, press X and they just shank the fucking <laughs> clicker in the head. Can you imagine someone in the 80s yeah. doing that? Just being like, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah no it, it's definitely a definite watch like it's not even yeah. a, if it's a definite just yeah. watch this show take it's your time amazing episodes are about 45 minutes each yeah that's right it's not a huge commitment so yeah what are you doing with your life if you're not watching that right yeah now? Like, like you turn this shit off <laughs> and get on it yeah so um moving right along so well do you want to review Relicta, we'll take a break from, we've got a bunch of news to talk about. Yeah, and we've got a couple of reviews. So, yeah, I'll jump straight into that. Um, So, we were provided a code for Relicta um, on the PS4. Relicta is the very first game from a company called Mighty Polygon, which are out of Spain. Um, They started mucking around, just a bit of backstory, started mucking around with some of the physics inside of what a computer can actually do back in about 2015, I think it was. Um, And because the main group of the five guys, they're all mates that that 
uh, this company mm -hmm. really enjoyed games back in the day like Portal and, and, yeah. and Cube and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they wanted to figure out how far they could push the physics in a game. Yeah. And they've now, years later, come up with this game called Relicta. Yeah. Um, so as you can imagine, it's very much around... Um, it's around magnetism, it's around portals, it's around, you know, the the manipulating of, of elements and things yeah. like that. So the world around us. Yeah, and it's all it, it still reminds you in in the vein of portal, you know, like yeah. you've got to move the these cubes around so that, you know, with your magic gloves, um, that, <laughs> you know, that can change magnetism and whatnot, but you move them around to uh, you know, get through walls and puzzles and then yep. that allows you into the next section. So it's a pretty basic con you know, concept which has been around for quite a while now. Yeah. Story-wise, it's it's okay. Yeah. You know, the, the story is that you're this this Dr. Angelica Patel. Um, Angelica? No, Angelica. Oh. She's Indian. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, it's Angelica, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, she's an Indian oh, scientist. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start again? <laughs> no, nah, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So she's a scientist. Yes. Um, and she she works for the in the Chandra base, which is like a terraforming scientific um, base on the moon. Okay. And it's kind of weird because they've they've kind of already left, like there's no one around. Yeah. So you're you wake up and there's people talking to you in headphones and you're like, uh, okay, well there's been a massive malfunction in the the whole place. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, there's a ship coming to you with more recruits or whatever, and your daughter's on that ship. Yeah. And everything's about to go to shit. So the system itself, like the AI system in this terraforming plant. Yeah. won't just turn things off. It, it's gone too far and it wants to make sure that it can finish the project. Um, even though everything's about to blow up, um, okay. it won't stop. So you can't turn it off. You've actually got to... You have no choice but to actually finish the project and stabilise what's happening, which is fucking weird. So there's a couple of little gaps in there in the storyline that make you kind yeah, of go, yeah. well, why is all this Who shit happening? that fucking thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The one Angelica. <laughs> something wrong with her um apart from her name <laughs> well yeah and it, it's it's set in 2120 so it's 100 years in the future oh yeah so you think that ai's would either have a kill switch or they'd be like they'd actually be smart enough by then to kind of reason much, with yeah, and just yeah. go everything's gonna fucking blow up and you know you're not turning off and you will and, die yeah. too anyway um so the way you get around with is a bit weird to me as well like it's um graphically it's very beautiful but yep. the actual ability of angelica dr patel <laughs> um <laughs> she's, she's married to an aa ron you know? oh. so yeah it's weird names um no um, lloyd <laughs> that's right and belake <laughs> um what's that one from pop star you know, pop star with Andy yeah, Samberg. Um, I've seen that for a while. Oh, the chick who works at the fucking fridge place, Deborah. 
Deborah. It's Deborah. <laughs> no, it's it's pronounced Deborah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's that was right. Yeah, totally. Um, so the movement is kind of weird. Like you, you know how I hate games where you get stuck on a rock. Yeah, well, I've heard that. Yeah, once or twice. Um, it's like a catchphrase. This, this is kind of like that. Like yeah. you can't really traverse anything that's higher than knee height almost like yeah. it's really fucking so weird it's like in that real way. life yeah well that's right yeah um and you've got leg braces on <laughs> you just can't get up there jump forest <laughs> anyway. so things like that were a little bit disappointing where you know they put so much effort into huge parts of the game yeah but then so the, i mean the key is the physics right so yeah that's if, right if the focus is the physics do the physics work well enough Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And, and you know, you can... You Sounds like a small got, indie team. Yeah, pretty small, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's not a huge AAA title, but it's it's yeah. definitely uh, a Impre- good game. It looks, sounds like it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. For a first title, it's pretty fucking And it awesome. sounds like they've probably achieved what they were aiming yeah, for. Yeah, I think so. so. And across the board, it's, it's getting good scores as well. So, you know, that's great. Um, for yeah. a first game as well, is, mm. is pretty, you know... Impressive. Fantastic. Yeah. But the way it works is you've got gloves that manipulate the environment. Yeah. So, and they, I've heard a lot of people talk about them in different ways. Like some people call them like, um, like motorcycle gloves and all this kind of shit. Yeah. To me, they're, they are literally Nintendo power gloves. <laughs> That's what they look like and they glow yeah. and, you know, it's, pretty fucking cool that there's a throwback to them i don't know if that's what they were going for yeah but they've done a fucking spot on job (laughs) um so they're actually called gravitonic wearable interface gloves Mm. which yeah which is a a really long you know stupid name for them yeah yeah, why not you've got one that manipulates um you know the the left side which is the um the gravity positioning and, and polarity on the other side. Um, so you can, like, everything kind of glows on yeah. everything that's, you know, interactable. So yeah. you can either put two things together with magnetism and they'll stick together and they'll stay together. You can then force them apart through magnetism. Um, and, you know, using your gravity skill as well, you can actually make them move in different ways and, and get to different places. So yeah. you know, it, it's really fucking well done. Mm. Um, I've looked up the length of it because I haven't finished the game. It's uh, supposedly about 10 to 12 hours, but I think that's way less than it is. I'd probably say that, you know, because some of the puzzles are actually really hard. They're infuriatingly hard in some cases, really early on as well. Um, it just makes it very difficult to get through quickly. Yeah. Um, voice acting's normally pretty good, but it also can be a little bit shit. Yeah, which, which is par for the course for the, um, I Yeah, guess. a small team. Yeah. yeah which I get. I, I'm actually pretty impressed that they chose the majority of an Indian um, cast, which is cool. You know, the because India is very, very deeply based in science. Yeah. Um, and they have a lot of labs and stuff like that in India. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think it was a, a nice little homage to them to go, well, why wouldn't the Indians be the ones on yeah. the moon terraforming things? Like, they're yeah. fucking smart, so let's do that. Yeah. You don't see Indian characters that often 
in computer games. Yeah, that's true. Um, especially from a, a team outside of India, like these yeah. guys are in Spain, and you know they're they're you know making this game with the, with an Indian character is pretty fucking cool. Um, it, it's worth playing if you want to have a go. There's a very long tutorial to it. Yeah, it is quite complex. So you know, I think it's worth it. Jump in, have a bit of a go. Yeah. Um, like I said, if you're fans of the old Portal games, then definitely worth having I'd a Like go. a sci-fi puzzler type thing. Yeah. Jump yeah. in. Yeah. Definitely worth a, a, a jump in for that. Um, so all in all, I'm going to give it three and a half out of five drop bears. Uh, it's definitely worth a, a go if you're a fan of that kind of game. Um, so check it out. Sweet. All right, well, we'll jump back into some of the news and stuff that we've got going on because this list got a bit out of hand, I think. Yeah, it did. (laughs) So, well, something that just happened today is uh, Warner Brothers uh, ran their DC Fandome live stream, which is like, it's currently happening as we speak. Mm. It's like all day. I think it's two days because it's still only Saturday in America. I think it's a two-day live stream thing. But basically... Um, because of COVID, they were like, let's just do our own thing. And mm. it turns out that they have actually got a shitload of stuff to talk about because they're doing like all their TV shows. They're doing panels of the people yeah, they've got announcing movies. new movies and yeah. stuff. But there's two games in particular that they've announced. One was announced at about three o'clock Australian time this morning. Well, revealed. We've known kind of a bit about it. Mm-hmm. It's coming from WB Games Montreal, who made Arkham Origins. Yeah. And it is called Gotham Knights. Mm. And that's Knights with a K. Yeah. So, so it's not just like a chill out at night time yeah. at the pubs. Although pubs. The, that'd, that'd be the cool. trailer ends with like step into the night or something with a K. I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> fucking make sense. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> it's fucking gross. Yeah, it kind of is. So the premise is that um, <laughs> you're in Gotham and the, the game looks very much like the Arkham games. That yeah. sort of over the shoulder third person um, punching people game where you have to oh, dodge yeah. when the, the flash is above their head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's very technical. That is. So yeah. um, the premise of the game is that you're in Gotham. There's just been an explosion outside of town, yeah. which is at the Wayne Manor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then an automated message, video message gets sent to Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl and Red Hood. From Bruce Wayne saying, if you're seeing this, I'm dead. Damn. Um, the, you would probably already know that because of the explosion at Wayne Manor, which is an automated response to my death. Yeah. The Batcave gets blown up so everything's obliterated. Mm-hmm. But the Belfry, which is like the bell tower thing in Gotham, which is like a secondary base for Batman in the Arkham games and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Belfry is still available for you to use. The city needs you now more than ever. Don't trust the Gotham City Police because ever since the Commissioner yeah, Gordon died, yeah. we're not friends yeah. with them anymore. Yeah. So um, good luck and goodbye. And that's the video from Bruce Wayne. And so... So instead of mourning, they go, sweet. Let's go well, and check out this place and see what's there. Yeah, so they... Yeah, the, basically the idea is that Batman is allegedly dead... Probably not dead, let's be honest. But as far as anyone's aware, he's dead. He's gone missing, at least. Yeah. Um, and so these four guys have to work together to protect Gotham, and there's shit going down. 
and uh, as it would be when everyone thinks of Batman's gone. Yeah, yeah. And so each of the four characters have real different um, abilities, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. And the game has solo or two-player co-op. Which is pretty cool. So you can interchange between characters. I assume it's story-based in yeah. how that works. Um, so they've released like a two-minute trailer, which looks really cool. They've also released a seven-odd-minute seven gameplay, gameplay. Yeah. footage. Mm-hmm. And that's coming out 2021. So I definitely suggest anyone who's a fan of Arkham should go and check that yeah, out. for sure. Um, the other one that they revealed... More recently, it was 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah, so literally two just, hours ago. Just before we started recording. Yeah. Um, was Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Yes. So that's from Rocksteady, who made yes. all the all the Arkham games originally. Mm. The last one they made was Arkham Knight, which was 2015. And they've Where said... they stepped that... out of the night. <laughs> um, so... Seven years it'll be when that game comes out because they've said it's going to be 2022. So um, yeah. Gotham Knights is 2021. Yep. And Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is going to be 2022. And we've just watched the stream. There was no gameplay no shown, gameplay, just a trailer. Yeah. And a weird interaction with Will Arnett talking to the characters in like a... Yeah, like a phone like a Yeah, <laughs> like a conference call. Yeah, it was very it's bizarre. fucking weird. Yeah. But, um, and then he spoke to the developer. Um, yeah, and the game so, was kind of weird. Yeah, well, trying to they, get himself inserted into the game. It was almost as though they'd been filmed separately, mm. like they weren't talking to each other. Well, I don't think they were because there was a part where the developer was talking, and is it Wellmot? I can't remember his name now. Yeah, it was a cool one. Ah. Oh. Um, yeah, see, I've forgotten it already. Yeah, exactly. It was like, it was like Sturmoil or something. It was like something that. bizarre, wasn't it? Um, and anyway, yeah, like it panned back and you saw Will Arnett standing there and he's literally just like got his hands folded across his, his you know, belly and he's just staring at the ground, like just patiently waiting for this guy to stop his lines. Yeah. You know, and then he'd just come animated again and it was like, hmm, very unnatural. It was a very weird, and I mean, that's COVID. Right. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah. <coughs> they had a live stream before it when we tuned it, tuned into it that was like a bunch of people, famous people in like a... It was like comic book boxes. It was like a celebrity, you know, celebrity squares or something like that. that old like... Yeah. Where yeah. They, they're all, it's just all their faces live streaming from their own homes. They're like yeah. unshaven. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give Pretty a fuck. Funny. Talking about some shit. Anyway, um, so it's very strange. <laughs> But um, but they showed the the trailer to it. Um, yeah, it yep. showed four main players. Yeah. Um, so you had obviously Harley Quinn. Yeah, um, of course. King Shark, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot. Yeah. So a pretty decent lineup. Yeah. And there's a for bit of maybe Captain Boomerang. Well, he's a he's got to be a lock in the Suicide Squad because of comic value. Yeah. Like comedy yeah, value. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, and that definitely shone through in the. In the stream, yeah. in the trailer, and in the weird fucking phone conference yeah, call. Did, yeah. So, yeah, I think, well, basically, the idea is that the Justice League, or at least Superman, have gone bad. Yeah. Which is, you know, we saw that in Injustice. Mm-hmm. But the same idea, I assume, mm-hmm. Superman's gone bad, and the Suicide Squad have been ordered to go and stop them. And you stop see him. Superman turn up. Yeah, in the video, and he does some bad shit. It 
literally reminded me of The Boys, the TV show yeah. on um, Amazon. On Amazon. Prime. Yeah. It, it was straight out of there. What you saw yeah. was literally straight out of that show. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, they... Li- like... Frame for frame, they stole that part out nice. of the TV show kind of yeah. thing. And it's like, holy shit, that's uh, interesting. Obviously, that's where they got a little bit of their um, inspiration. Know, story inspiration yeah. from, yeah. So, but, yeah. so, I mean, we didn't really see anything too deep into that, but no. we do know that it's going to have four be playable solo up to four-player co-op. So, yeah. Gotham Knights is two-player co-op. Yeah. This one, you can get up to four-player, which I just... He said... If you play solo, all the other characters are run by bots. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, same. But I think the game would play entirely differently playing it solo or four-player co-op. I think yeah. the experience would be completely different. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that bot situation. <laughs> but, um, yeah, 2022, they said. So that's a seven-year development cycle for this. And I remember... Shortly after Arkham Knight, or in the several years after Arkham Knight came mm-hmm. out, there was a lot of talk about what are Rocksteady going to do next. Yeah. And there was rumours that they were going to do a Superman game. Oh, yeah. And so I'm thinking maybe they went to do a Superman game and then realised it's really hard to do a Superman game in the way that Batman was yeah, done. It because been. he's so super-powered, That's right. how do you make it fun? Yeah, Because it's just like a mega-powerful dude that can't be stopped. Mm. So instead, they, it's I mean, this is just me thinking yeah. how did they get here mm-hmm. they've gone well, wait a minute what if we say Superman is the bad guy because the whole game is in Metropolis and he said he wanted the city of Metropolis to be like a character of its own in the way that Ar- the, the way that Gotham is in yep. the Arkham games mm-hmm. and if you really think back to the Arkham games Gotham was realised really really well yeah it was yeah. so I'm really excited to see what Metropolis looks like in this game I'm totally keen for it mm. I really hope it's good Oh, yeah. The four-player co-op and bots thing makes me suspicious. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, so they can pull it off. Yeah, so that's the news Mm. out of the fandom. Yeah. Um, Just quickly, um, there's been a a date released um, by Epic um, for uh, Crisis Remastered. Oh, okay. um, Which will be on the PS4 and PC and Xbox One from September 18. Yeah. And if you remember the old school Crisis game, it is fucking amazing. Yeah. And now it's... it's I think we talked about that on this fucking podcast 10 years ago. I think we did. Oh, we've talked about a Crisis game or two at least. Yes. Yeah. Definitely Um, worth it. So that game's an an Epic Store exclusive on PC, which means that it's going to be free on PC on the first day, right? Let's hope so. Because that was... I'm pretty kind sure thing. Epic yeah. said that every game that's exclusive will have a... Because yeah. that's what happened with Troy. Troy. Yeah, Total, Total War. War. Troy. Which I got. Yeah, okay. I picked that up as well. I'll probably never play it. My <laughs> Epic Games library has like... Because every week I go on there and get the free games because yeah. they do two free games at yeah. least every mm-hmm. week. I yeah, have a, pretty good. I got a massive library of games on there yeah. that I've not played any of them. <laughs> Not on there anyway. Yeah. Some of them you would have played before. Yeah, absolutely. Now, speaking of Epic, Mm. they are in a bit of shit at the moment. Yeah, great segue. (laughs) They are in some fucking shit. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing what they're trying to do here because... I'm torn on it, actually. Yeah. Well, they've come out and basically said, you know, they did this a little bit under the radar. Yeah. And they've added their own payment system to Fortnite. 
on mobile. Yes. On mo- well, across the board, they did it on oh, everything. Is it on and PlayStation and stuff as well? Yeah, yeah. So you can now internal to the 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 total system of Fortnite internally, you can now buy um, you know, Fortnite V bucks. Yeah, V bucks. Yeah. They're cool. And that in turn, when they rolled that out, it, it straight away flew in the face of all of the um, you know terms and conditions that developers are under yeah. for both Apple and the Google Play Store. Yeah. So as soon as it happened, yeah, they got shut down. They got in big trouble, yeah, yeah. because the general idea is Fortnite is free. Yeah. And then they make money off the V-Bucks. Yes. So Android and just focusing on the mobile, yeah. Apple have the App Store, Google... Android have the Play Store. Yeah. And they charge and 30%. Yeah, they get a 30% commission. Yeah. So Epic are like, well, let's fucking make 30% more money here. Or we'll or reduce it by 30%. They, they reduce by 20%. Yeah, so they reduce the price of V-Bucks by 20% yeah. if you buy it directly from them. Yeah. So they still make more money, mm. but players are going, well, why the fuck wouldn't I buy it directly from you? That's right. So Apple said, wait a minute. Fuck you guys! Yeah, exactly, and breached kicked, our terms and conditions. Yeah, so they yeah. kicked Fortnite off the play, off the App Store, mm. and I think Android. Yeah, it did it straight away yeah. afterwards. Yeah. So and then Epic made this whole like immediate PR response of like making out that Apple are monop- have yeah. a monopoly and that they're like scummy, mm-hmm. basically shitting on Apple, being like, yeah. why would you sh-? like? Well, they've straight Making away out that out. Apple have taken on an, an indie. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, in pure net worth comparison, Epic is pretty much an indie compared to Apple. Yeah, true. Because yeah. Epic is worth like 15 billion and Apple is worth a trillion. Nearly two now. Yeah. Almost so, two Apples hitting. Yeah, yeah. So like in comparison, it's like you kicking a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog being like, why are you doing this? And <laughs> exactly. you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dog, so, why yeah. are you talking? Why are you talking, dog? <laughs> oh. um, so then Epic responded with a lawsuit saying, yeah. you can't just kick us off the store you own. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> which is weird. Like, it, it was kind of funny. Like, within... All of this happened within a couple of hours. It on, was, like, Tuesday. fast-moving news. Yeah, on Tuesday this week, it yeah. happened. Um, they rolled this thing out. Apple took them straight off the store. Yeah. Within... 15 minutes, there was a hashtag trending, yeah. which was hashtag free Fortnite. Yeah. And within a few hours, Epic released a video on yeah. a Google platform, YouTube, which yeah. I think is fucking funny. <laughs> um, basically, it, it's a parody kind of thing about um, 1984, uh, yeah. yeah, and how they're controlling and everything and blah blah blah, and yeah. yeah, it was like it was very well orchestrated. And as soon as they obviously made the idea of okay, well, let's do this, they went okay, you five guys in the corner, go over and create a hashtag, you ten guys in that corner, go and make a video because yeah. we're going to need to fucking hit back straight away. Yeah, it was a very well orchestrated. It's, like, it's almost like guerrilla kind of they you know, economic it entirely, warfare, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so well, next thing happened was Apple pulled it off the store, mm. and then they responded with a lawsuit. And then Apple said, as of August twenty eighth, we are rescinding all developer rights to. Basically, the APIs and whatever, like the development package for iOS, yeah, from them, yeah. So then they're like, 
well, fuck, maybe we... <laughs> like, I don't know what their mentality is. I haven't read yeah. much more about it since, but I'm just like, how do you not see this happening? Exactly. Epic's core, their entire core, is the Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. They exist because the Unreal Engine exists. Yeah. They made that. If you download a game or a lot of other non-game stuff as well, mm-hmm. but if you definitely if you download a game on an Apple or... Um, Android, Android or yeah. a fucking console, yeah. it's probably got either its own engine, not mm-hmm. on mobile, it generally doesn't, yeah. Yeah. or it is Unity yeah. or it's Unreal Engine. Or and Frostbite. Unity, well, we did, that's EA. Yeah. So that's what I mean, its own engine, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas if you're not building your own engine as a developer, mm. you're using either Unity or Unreal yeah, Engine. And right. Unreal is far more widespread than Unity. Yeah. I mean, Unity's catching up, but Unreal is where it's at. That's right. You know, freaking Sony used Unreal Engine 5 to announce how fucking awesome the PS5 was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They did the same thing with PS4, with the Unreal Mm. Engine 4. Yeah. So... It's pretty massive. It would hurt Epic a lot to not have Unreal Engine be able to be coded. Like, it would have to sit in its current form. Mm Mm-hmm they wouldn't be able to continue to develop it and improve it or anything. Yeah. And so then anyone who's coding for Android, like if you were doing a thing that's going to be across multiple platforms, mm-hmm. you're not going to use a fucking thing that is not optimized exactly. anymore. Yeah. You're not going to use right. old tech. Hmm. So basically yeah. they came back and said, like begging. Mm. That, I think they put like a, they try to put an injunction against Apple while the, while the suit is happening, the lawsuit mm-hmm to block Apple from removing their access to the development tools because win or lose of the lawsuit, yeah. that will destroy Epic. That's right. And they said, mm. they said even if Apple lose the lawsuit, we're dead yeah, if they do that. Exactly, yeah. And, mm. I mean, it seems like a situation of, well, 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 consequences to your actions. Yeah. But I'm torn because Apple are a gigantic company and they're... I mean, like we said, it's like kicking a fucking dog mm. that's got three legs. That's right. You know, like the the power differential between the two it's is insane. obscene. Yeah. But you don't walk up to a guy that's three foot bigger than you and spit on him. Yeah. After he's like three giving foot, you a dish of food. 150 foot. <laughs> he yeah. gives you like a plate of food and then you like yeah. fucking flick a snot at his face <laughs> or something. Like <laughs> it goes on in your head, Matt. Right? Jesus. But I don't know, I'm just trying to think of a metaphor. But yeah, so, I mean, that's an evolving situation and we'll see more of that, but I just... It's kind of weird because it's... It's it's insane to me. Google and Apple have been in court fucking on and off for two, well, for 10 years. Yeah. You know, on certain issues, constantly in court over certain things. Yeah, that's just the American way. Well, yeah, that's right. And now it's almost like... This one thing that Epic's done yeah. has brought them together. It's like the 1996 LA riots with the Crips and Bloods. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the police yeah. are Epic. Yeah. And the Crips and Bloods are Apple and Android. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't think they're looting their own stores. Yeah. Oh, don't, you never know. But, but they're they teaming were up. Anyway. They're teaming up, basically. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of interesting. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it is. It so, is. you know, good on Epic for forcing... Unity. Yeah. Especially when Unity is their competitor. Well, that's right. (laughs) Damn you. (laughs) Well, there's a bit more news to go on to, but we're going to jump into another quick review. Yeah. 
we've both actually been playing this, um, and it's a good fun game. We'll go to Fall Guys. Yeah. Okay. So Fall Guys was free. Is free this month on PlayStation Plus. Yes. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't got it, again, turn this shit off. Go get it. Yeah. And then come it. back. It's quite good. Yeah. So it's online only, um, battle royale style game, where it's, it's not even really. It's not like a battle. No. I mean, it's a just a fucking platforming game where everyone's a person. It, it's basically Wipeout as a jelly bean. Yeah. <laughs> really, that's what it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's lots of different maps that do different things. Some have moving yeah. platforms. Some will just knock you off. Some are solo. Some are team. Yeah. There's like, sports. You know, there's a whole bunch of different stuff that you can yeah. do. Jump through rings to get points. Like, all kinds of shit. Yeah. Um, Design-wise, it's actually really good fun. Yeah. So it has the physics where your character is a bit... Munted. Munted and will fall over easily and like it's kind of hard to control at times. Yeah. But it all... It's like it's frustrating but at the same time you're like, wait a minute, I'm the same as everyone else. That's right. Exactly. Like you get bumped off a platform and you get eliminated and you're like, fucking game. (laughs) But then you're like, well, it could have been anyone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was just unlucky. Yeah, you know? like uh, this one where um, it's a game of mat, like match memory. Yeah, where it's got the different tiles. And oh yeah, it pops up with a fruit, and each mm-hmm. tile is a fruit, and then they all go blank, and it pops up with a fruit, and you have like three seconds to get on the tile that had that fruit. Yeah, and all of the ones that didn't disappear, and anyone on them falls into yeah. the vat of goop. I didn't know what to do on that one the first time it came up, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just standing there, and I'm like, okay, so how do I know which one's going to be which? And all of a sudden they just disappeared and I fell and I'm like, well, fucking hell, now I know. But I've never come up with it again. Like it's only happened once and then I've never seen that It's not a very difficult thing. No. Like once you get the hang of it. And I've seen a number of times, literally everyone gets through it. Yeah. But the first two times I did it, I was like, wait a minute, I can probably grab someone and like throw them off the (laughs) tire. But both times I've stopped doing it yeah. because you go and you grab them and they like shake and then you like let go and you guys like Whoa. and then without fail you fall off yourself <laughs> and you can just imagine playing it and someone grabs your character and you're like no 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 and then you see them let go and then just like stumble backwards and you're not even like right on the edge yeah. you just keep stumbling and fall off it's like fuck I would strongly suggest. That you jump onto Twitch and watch people playing this game. Yeah. Because it's really... It's actually quite fun just to watch. Yeah, I don't normally is. watch streams. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm, you know, out of touch with the kids these yeah, days. exactly. Which is not that bad to no. be not touching kids. <laughs> but anyway. Safer than being in touch with them. Yeah. So, <laughs> I would suggest you go and watch Fall Guys being played on Twitch. Because it's actually quite fun to watch and mm. you get into it. Yeah. Um... The, you finish levels, you gain, um, you get a crown if you win, mm-hmm. and you just get points and experience and like v- virtual currency yeah. for winning. Um, and then there's a store where you can buy costumes for your character mm-hmm. and crowns by the best ones. Yeah. But you can just use the money that you will naturally get. Plus, every time you level up, you unlock something. Yeah. Um, and if you have a toddler, they can jump on just by mashing X on your controller and spend <laughs> literally 150 of your dollars. So do that. Because that was cool. Matt loved that. Yeah, so I was really stoked when I was sitting at work and I got a notification saying, uh, from Commonwealth Bank, 
your credit card has been charged seventy five ninety five, and then immediately after, your credit card has been charged seventy five ninety five, and then I looked at my bank and it was like seventy five ninety five, seventy five ninety five, and then like six that was zero, where oh. it was like attempted transactions because the credit card had just cut it. Yeah, that's lucky. I write, I messaged Laura and I was like, hey, does does Oscar have a PlayStation controller in his hands? She's like, yeah, it's just the orange one. He's just playing with it. I'm like. Please take Can it away from him, him in the back into a wall. I'm like, take it off him, please. He just bought $150 worth of Fall Guys currency. <laughs> and then um, PlayStation said, we can't refund that because it's automatically um, redeemed when you buy it in game. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's being escalated to a specialist as we speak. And I've been dealing with PlayStation support for three weeks. Jesus. <laughs> so fucking awesome. <laughs> Needless to say, I removed my credit card details from my PlayStation account. But anyway... And um, Daddy hasn't been able to be home for three weeks. He's doing overtime. Now, (laughs) it's true. (laughs) The question I have is, right, in there... I'm going to go on a rant here Uh because I'm annoyed about this. Their terms of service say they... Well, technically, they changed... They they were forced to change their refund policy because the Australian Consumer Commission, whatever... Um, sued them yep. for like three or five million dollars or something. Lot, they yeah. fined them yeah. because they broke Australian refund consumer law. Mm-hmm. And it was around, um, I think it was around refusing um, refunds for broken games, what was considered broken games. So if like Fallout 76, if you played that and you were like, this is not what I was promised. Yeah, yeah. You could say under Australian consumer law, that game is broken. broken. Yep. And you would be eligible for a refund. Yeah, that's fair. But the refund policy of PlayStation is if you buy a digital download, you can get a refund for up to 14 days unless you install it on your system. So once it's installed, downloaded onto your system, you're no longer eligible for a refund. But you don't know if it's broken unless you do that. Yeah. So there's, it's very gray area still. That is weird. Um, But in terms of in-game currency... If you buy it and it's redeemed, which happens if you buy it in game, it's automatically redeemed in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only way you can do it and get a refund is if you buy it from like the website. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah, automatically so download. They say specifically in their refund terms, um, in-game currency once redeemed, and it redeems immediately after you purchase mm-hmm. it. Once redeemed, you cannot get a refund for it. So my question is. Why have they implemented a system where you can buy things in game mm. and not have a rollback function? Yeah. Like if you accidentally buy something, if your You're fucking done. toddler does it, yeah. you should be able to have like a, even if it's like three hours, hours or yeah. it could be one hour yeah. to just go and press rollback, take back the money. And if the money's not there, the virtual currency is not there anymore, yeah. then you just can't. Yeah. But if it's still there, it just removes the virtual currency. And that's fair. If you haven't spent it, yeah. then you should have that amount of time. Yeah. Like a, a gift card almost. Yeah. You know, like if you're not using the gift card, then they can just render the currency on the card as nil. Yeah. And it's useless. Yeah. It's just a piece of plastic yeah. now. Now I get that the I'm totally at fault here for having my credit card saved and for leaving the system in rest mode in the game on the pause menu where mm. you can just like not knock the analog stick over a couple of times and press X and by coincidence he's yeah. fucking gone into the store. However, the first option in the store is the fucking expensive one. Of course. Which is also annoying. But yeah. I like... So I'm partially at fault here. Yeah. 
but they're the ones who've created this system and you know they're already in trouble with Australian consumer yeah. law yeah why wouldn't you have a rollback function exactly. it's not that hard to implement mm. and I'm sure that their support probably gets inundated with parents being like my kid fucking just bought all this oh, shit, shit yeah. yeah you know and it's there's countless stories about it on the internet because I was looking up how do I get my money back for this yeah and there's so many people and there's it's mixed as well. Some people got refunds, some didn't. Wow. Sometimes it's like if it's the first time, they'll give you a refund, but after that, they don't. Yeah. So it's fucked. Mm. But anyway, that's my rant. I think that whole system is fucked. We have already discussed many times on this show how it's fucked. Microtransactions are gross. Yeah. And to implement that system and not have a, any kind of rollback function, it's like... It's mm. it reeks. Yeah, it does. So yeah. yeah, but the game itself is super fun. It is, and, and going back to the game now yeah, after Matt's rant, yeah. um, there's not much to it, so we're not going to spend hours reviewing it. There's yeah. no point. Um, I've played it a fair bit. My kids have played it a fair bit. Yeah, you can I, play I like it with anybody. It with it's great fun. Um, I'm I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. Yeah. It was pushing five, but. A four and a half out of five for me, it's great. Yeah, I've had some server issues with it, which yeah. I think is bound to happen when a game gets launched on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm having a great time. And I'm definitely seeing the whole downside of Battle Royale for kids. Like, I don't let my kids play Fortnite. Yeah. But a lot of the articles and stuff out there about Fortnite is how kids can struggle with the whole only one person wins thing. Yeah. And like coming second and blowing up and smashing their fucking wall or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah, and just losing it. And um, and I've when I play it at home when the kids are up, I'll play until I lose and then pass the control on. We just go one go each, yep. see how far you can get. Mm-hmm. And the oldest Harlan, who's ten, he'll play it and he'll like lose on the first round. Mm. Okay, like whenever he loses, no matter what it is, he'll be like, "Oh, that guy was." holding me back and yeah. like making like all these things that were you know yeah, it's not my control. fault yeah and just blowing up and in tears and I'm mm-hmm. like it's okay get another go in a sec it's only a game and you'll get to play again in a second and everyone else has the same disadvantage as what you have yeah like yeah. if you try to jump on something and you time it wrong and you get like whipped across the map by a mm-hmm. fucking spinning arm yeah, exactly it's yeah. frustrating because then you're like trying to rush through to get back to where you were and then you'll fuck something up and get yeah. knocked off again mm-hmm. yeah. and then you'll try to jump on something and five other people will be there and you'll all fall down Yeah, like yeah. the seesaw there's a seesaw one where you've got to go through the mm-hmm. across a bunch of different seesaws yep. and if it's too steep and you jump on it you'll automatically just fall over Yeah, yeah. and then you can't stop sliding and you fall mm-hmm. off the edge yep. and so that, stuff I, like I that on, can be really frustrating I was on one where there would have been it was, I think, the second map, or might have even been the first one. So there's there's roughly about forty to sixty. Forty people. to sixty people, yeah. Yeah, so and sixty up to it's usually fifty to sixty people at the start of yeah, a, a yeah. show. Yeah. So we started off, and a couple of people got through the first few seesaws. Yeah. But from then, there was just people that jumped on and made them go right down. So they're almost vertical you know yeah. and you can't jump on them of course yeah. you know, even if you try you slip and you fall and then you die anyway yeah uh, and you come back to you respawn like just before it yeah but it was so annoying because 
people kept jumping off and just tapping it a little bit and keeping and it keeping down. it down so yeah. it was almost like oh okay well those you know maybe they're helping their friends get through and you know so on. maybe they're just idiots yeah maybe they're just idiots i think they're yeah. idiots <laughs> <laughs> but that was super frustrating and and you know eventually it yeah levels out and you get through or whatever yeah yeah some of them are really annoying and some of them are really really easy Mm-hmm. there's one where um, it's like just rows of doors and then yeah. the more rows, the fewer of the doors actually open. Yeah. <clears throat> there's nothing that can stop you except for running into a closed door. Yeah. You literally, you can't fall off into goop. That's there's no right. checkpointing. Mm-hmm. All you've got to do is be one of the first 40 to get to the end or something. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, Tyler, who's eight, was playing that one and he tried to go through a door and there's like a little bump. Yeah. And you have to jump to go through the door. And he mm-hmm. kept hitting the bump and stopping yeah. and getting frustrated. And if you're not quick in that, you yeah. will not make it because yeah. it's literally just a path. That's right. Um, and yeah, he didn't get through. And he's like, that's the hardest level. I'm like, no, it's the Literally easiest. the easiest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But the game is seriously fun. Um, yeah. I haven't had a chance to play it with friends yet. Like online. In a group online. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to doing that because I think that like that would add another level to it. Yeah, it would. Because in particular, the thing that I really dislike in this game is the team-based stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, but it's like the same reason as everything else is annoying in the game. It's, everyone is at the same disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. If you play a team match where there's three teams and the lowest scoring team is knocked out Mm. and your team fucking sucks, there is literally nothing you can do to save the day. Yeah, yeah. And if you're in that situation and you lose, it's really frustrating. Mm -hmm. But, you just got to remember everyone else is in the same boat. If their team ends up being shit, they're fucked. Yeah, that's right. But you can always literally start a new match. It doesn't take long. Yeah, it takes like five to 10 seconds to get back into the So you just got to have fun with it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I definitely suggest everyone pick that up. And if you want to play with us, Mm. um, your PSN ID is BQ Forno. Yep. And mine is Asmerith, A-S-M-E-R-I-T-H. Yep. So add us, jump on and we'll play it, send mm. a message and yeah, yeah we'll have to play again, to. play together sometime. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, so yeah, I'll give that a four and a half as well because I've had a fair bit of server issues where I will get stuck, like I'll try to enter a game and it'll just say cannot connect to server yeah. and I have to turn the game off and turn it back on yeah. again. Yeah, And that's frustrating, but it it's, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're patching that or in the process of it. Um, so another game we played a shitload of Ghost of Shima Tsushima yep so we'll breeze through the rest of this yeah, it's just news now so Ghost of Tsushima which we've agreed is a fucking amazing game yeah I've finished the story now I've yep. got a, a little bit of side questing to finish which I kind of don't think I'm going to yeah um, because it, I don't care about Platinums like yeah. you um, I'm still working through the final act of the game I haven't yeah. finished the story yet it, but, it is absolutely brilliant. They, they've just suggested they're going to add a new mode called Legends. Yeah, so a multiplayer mode, which no one saw coming. Yeah. Which is just like to take a game that's already... At, if it's not already a game of the year to contender, it's oh, close. Yeah, yeah very And then so. add on a surprise four-player mm. uh, multi... I think it's up to four players. I think it is, yeah. like that. Multiplayer. Four different types of uh, characters. Yeah. Yeah, similar, but... Yeah. It looks cool as fuck. It does. Way. There's yeah. a trailer out there you can go and check out. It's called Legends. Yep. Um, I just feel like that is just 
absolutely looking after the players. Oh, yeah. Like, that yeah. falls within PlayStation's for the players mm-hmm. thing perfectly. Yeah, Because they already made a game that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, well, here's another little extra bit. And they've just um, revealed in a patch for The Last of Us Part Two that there's a grounded multiplayer mode coming for that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Which we kind of already knew was probably yeah. going to come. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's just an added bonus for Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a bit of controversy here. At least, I don't know if it's controversy. I'm like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. So that's the controversy. <laughs> <laughs> so Ubisoft, yeah, have come out and said that um, they will not be including physical games in their UK collector's editions for any upcoming Xbox One titles. I don't get this because... I'm kind of the same. It's like, why is it just Xbox titles? Why is it just the UK? Yeah, and and they've come out and basically said that yeah, they they're still releasing the games. They're still going to be selling the um, the games in yep. in that collector's editions where you get all the statues and all that bullshit. But they will only be providing a digital copy. So. What's the issue here? I don't see why it's so exclusive to Xbox and so exclusive to the UK. Yeah. It's and they haven't bizarre. given further info. No, they just said this is what's happening now. So It's questionable. It's weird. It is. It is. And it would piss me off if I was a UK Xbox yeah. person. Yeah. Which I think is rare. Like, maybe because predominantly in Europe, the PS4 is the one. In America, I think Xbox have at least parity. Mm-hmm. But in Europe, it's like... If you look at the numbers of Xbox yeah, versus PS4, true. it's like vastly outnumbered to PS4. Mm-hmm. So if America has unity or parity, sorry, yeah. then surely Europe is like mostly... So maybe there's like fuck all yeah. Xbox fans. Could be. And they're like, why would we bother printing yeah. it on disc and, you know... Yeah. Sell but they still it? have to send all the fucking statues and garbage that you get with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on it, see what happens. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very small little uh, release that they talked about. I think they released yeah. it on Twitter. Like just a weird little thing. Yeah, I was surprised um, mm. if you were looking forward to this. Too bad. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the that other sucks. thing that's happened, which is in direct relation to COVID, um, is Gamescom 2020. And Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, are now yeah. completely planned as an online event. Yeah. So it's actually happening as of today, tomorrow, um, is the Tokyo Games Show is kicking off. Oh, oh sorry. That's September 20th. September, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so normally Gamescom would be happening right now. Yes. But I think you said next week. I 27th, didn't see this. I think. Yeah, so that's about next, yeah. starting late this week. Uh, like what? Uh, that's Thursday the 27th. Yes. So, so it would probably yeah. be Friday our time. Yeah, 27th to the 30th. Um, and that's going to be you know, held completely online. So yeah. all the information is going to be available to everyone. Yeah, so Gamescom 2020 begins Thursday, 27th of August and ends Sunday the 30th. But, mm. yeah, it's it's a bit strange. I wonder, I mean, <clears throat> PlayStation haven't got anything listed for Gamescom, but surely they have a... Um, Presence. They have a... Well, no, surely they have a digital thing coming up oh, yeah. in the next week or two, yeah. right? Mm. 
time's running out. Yeah, Please exactly. hurry the fuck up and do it. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, maybe games, Tokyo Game Show, I don't know. But they, they already announced they weren't going to do Gamescom anyway, I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So yeah, there's a fair bit there. You can look up um, you can look up Gamescom 2020 if you want to see. I know they're going to show season two or four guys, what's going to be in season two, which uh, is which a is- thing. That's what really I don't like about games like that. Where, straight away. Yeah, I don't like how they do that where it resets your progress. Like, yeah, I get the concept, the yeah. but if you're a casual player... It's if you spend 150 shit. bucks on your game... Like, you <laughs> I think you get to keep your yeah, costumes. You should be shit. able to, yeah. Fuck, I hope I get that one <laughs> back. <laughs> um, uh, very quickly as well, the uh, Avengers beta came out. Yeah, so uh, that's on... Closed beta. I think it's... Yeah, so two open betas now. Yeah, so two weeks ago was the uh, closed PlayStation Four beta. Yeah. Then last weekend was open PlayStation Four beta, closed PC and Xbox One beta. Yeah. And then this weekend is open on all platforms. Yeah. Now we both played it just quickly. Um, you you barely touched it. I played. Uh, I played through like three missions or something. So there's a little bit there. I got a feel of what the game is going to be like. I played through the first opening section, which is kind of the tutorial. It's a bit tutorial. Yeah. yeah. And and you get to play as each of the characters quickly. Yeah. Um, I found it boring as fuck. Yeah. And I'm really not interested in playing it anymore. Mm. Which is a shame. Yeah. Definitely. But I I feel like we kind of saw this coming. Yeah. But um, the general... Like, in the wider sense of what the game is, there's sort of open world areas that you can explore that are called war zones. Mm -hmm. And each of them has missions in it. And there's... I mean, the game has bucket loads of fan service. Oh, yeah. Which is great. Mm. I mean, if you're a massive Marvel fan, absolutely give it a look. Because, you know, there's old comics you can find and little, like, little Easter eggs all sprinkled everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of progression for the characters in terms of unlocking new abilities and stuff like that that's good but um, I don't know how that works yeah because we all know what their abilities are and when you play the tutorial you have the majority of their kind of normal skills yeah yeah, yeah. Anyway. it's things like for Hulk like changing the way he jumps in the air and bashes the ground and, oh, and okay. different like different abilities of those yeah. guys yeah you know and like if you look at um the Arkham games, for example, which is mm-hmm. a great example because it's a third-person superhero game. Yeah, yeah. As you play through the game, you unlock different combat abilities, yeah, like different combos and shit like that. So that's the kind of stuff yeah, you're unlocking. Plus costumes. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's like major fan service in costumes because you can unlock like bloody costumes from like some comic 10 years ago yeah, you know cool. that has yeah. a like a Very meaning specific yeah. to certain people yeah, yeah which is really cool, cool. and mm. um, but the game kind of doesn't really know what it is yeah. you know because like the whole tutorial and the first couple of missions are single player like playing the game mm. and then it has a whole matchmaking thing and online play yeah so it, it feels kind of like an MMO, mm. but it's definitely not an MMO. Yeah, yeah. But there's like rolling content updates like an MMO would have. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it's a game that tries to be everything and fails to be anything. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, I found yeah. it really weird. I found a lot of the, um, a lot of the voice acting very flat. Yeah. Um, there's some really good 
voice yeah, talent there, there, in that there game. Is, but I found it really flat. Um, it was almost like it. Uh, they they just went a little bit too far to try and make it more than it, it should have been. Yeah, um, and it didn't even reach it close. Um, I found the the graphic style of the game to be old. Yeah, um, I think that's to do with the, the whole like open worldy kind of MMO style. I'm always online. I think you lose a bit when you do that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that would make sense. But it's but, it's also kind of inexcusable. Yeah. So nowadays, it, it yeah. just felt like an old game. Even the and I found the gameplay very button mash, which to me now just seems again old. You know, yeah. just mashing a button for the sake of it yeah. just seems like a really bad decision. Yeah. I had a bit of fun with it in some of the missions. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it didn't exactly grab me. Mm. So the game comes out 4th of September. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm going to probably get it for review mm. and give it a bit of time. But I think... Like I'm more wait, we know I'm more of a DC fan than a Marvel fan. Yeah, yeah. I really love the Spider Man games. I love Spider Man, mm-hmm. and I love X Men. Avengers. Like if I had to pick a, a Marvel superhero group that I like, it, it would be, be X Men yeah. over the Avengers. Yeah, um, and that's why I, I never really got into the Marvel movies mm-hmm. either because yeah. there's just so many. And I, like when I watch them, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but I don't go out of my way to be like, oh fuck yeah, new Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. But I haven't even seen Endgame yet. Yeah. So take that as you will. But um so maybe Marvel's as Avengers. As you will. Maybe <laughs> maybe of the Avengers game isn't specifically for me. So yeah. but yeah. I definitely think major, like super fucking mega Marvel fans mm. would really get a lot out of it. Yeah. From all that extra stuff. But as a mm. game, it's uh it's a bit lackluster. So and I, I found it a bit of a just a letdown because of that. Yeah. But it's only the beta, who knows, maybe changed. Yeah. Um I like that they're doing three betas. Yeah. Because it gives them time to fix those exactly. issues. Like the yeah. first time the, I played it on the closed beta weekend mm-hmm. predominantly. Yeah. Yeah. And um I got up to the matchmaking bit mm-hmm. and it just crashed. Wow. Every time I tried to do matchmaking and it doesn't have an option to not match make like readily available. You have to go a couple of steps to go. I, I want, want to, to play solo. Yeah. And then it just has the second player be a bot. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I try to do matchmaking and as soon as it finds someone, it would disconnect me uh, or it, sometimes it didn't even find someone and it would disconnect me. It's like, yeah. as soon as you try to do matchmaking, it would fail. Mm. So I haven't had a chance to play it in last week's or this week's betas. Yep. I sure hope they fix that because I looked it up online and literally everyone else was like, yeah, matchmaking doesn't work. Oh, wow. Okay. So well, better fix it then. <laughs> that's why betas are important. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. But we'll see what the final version is. It's of that out in two weeks. Like. So, I yeah. mean, we're pretty backed up with games to review yes. for the next episode. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. That, so game, that game will come out right when we're about to review. Well, we're about yeah, to do our next record. episode. So, yeah. we'll probably have to leave it for one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're pretty anyway, much out that, of time. That's, that's our show for this week. Uh, episode 169, done and dusted. Um, so, yeah, if you've got any questions, if you want to make any comments, if you do want to ask us what our gamer names are on different consoles and stuff, you can email us at... Podcast at com. There you go. Or 
You can send um, us a Facebook, Facebook message yeah, or Facebook, a, Instagram. Yeah, the rest of them. Yeah. We're on there. We're also on Spotify if you want to listen to this on Spotify if you aren't already. Yep. So that's nice and easy to find us on there. Jump in there. And uh, uh, that's, that's it. it. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> uh, we appreciate it and we hope we'll be back in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. See ya.